Welcome to the Modus Operandi Podcast with your hosts, Alan Miller and Dr. David Overby. Recorded on the 13th of January, 2021. This is episode 213. And now for the show. It's been a fun uh, few weeks since the last uh, episode. Uh, we were, I mean, it was already awful enough uh, back then. But since then, uh, 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 our worst fears of, well, no, actually, probably not the worst fears, but um, a a really bad version of what could have possibly happened happened. Um I don't think we need to fill in for the listener that um, uh, today is uh, the day that I mean, this today is the day that that Trump was impeached for the second time. Um, So if you if you're listening to this, you know the history, so we don't have to fill in. uh, But we are going to make fun of the guy with the buffalo horns. Bueno, es el primer Mopad del año, año nuevo y también hoy día México viene la próxima país para legalizar la marihuana medicinal y también va a legalizar la marihuana para recreación uh, so hello again listener say those bien, of you say bien sir. Mexico just put out framework to uh, legalize medical marijuana, which means it can be researched. And so all of the cannabis stocks have gone through the roof. And it is also in works in Mexico to legalize pot. The reason that I bring this up now is I totally agree that Trump should be impeached. And definitely this time around, he should be removed from office. But the marijuana issue shows how much larger and deeper the country's problems go. Because Canada's already done this, and Mexico is actually officially going through the process of doing it. Portugal, is it's legalized everything, haven't they? Decriminalized. Decriminalized, yeah. Which is an important difference, yes. Important difference. Um, it's not the same thing. It's not like you can go to Portugal and it's like Amsterdam and you can get... Uh, although it would be interesting to go and see. I can't imagine, if you, especially if you wanted to get hashish in Portugal, it probably isn't that... Uh, oh, it's probably really good, too. Coming from uh, Morocco right yeah, there. Yeah, fuck, man. I, I I had some European hash, uh, this sort of black tar hash, uh, when I was over there in the 80s, and it was just mind-boggling. It was so powerful. You could put, like... Um, a, a, a little little ball about the size of of one of those st- stick pins, you know, that for sewing, not the f- show off like hat ones or something, but about that big. 
um, about uh, smaller than a BB for sure, a lot smaller, but about the size of one of those the stick pins with the little plastic head on it. And uh, you could put that in a bowl, and it would get two people high. Um, it was, That's what it's all about, right it there. It was just incredible. I mean, you you just you'd pull a little bit on it, and you'd have to stop because it would just it hits like like a. Anyway, that was that was a uh, that was a great time back then when you could go places and just hang out with people. The there was no pandemic, for example. Four days. Yeah, there was no pandemic. The you know, uh, no. I, I mean, fuck. There was no security getting on airplanes back then. Uh, I can't remember what I flew. What airline I flew over there. Um, but got to fly on an almost completely empty 747. That was a trip. Have you have you been on a, a 747? Yes, I have. They're just gigantic. They're pretty big. I mean, yeah, you could have you, played a... You could have played a, a wiffle ball game on the plane with all that empty room. Oh, were yeah, you easily. were you in uh, Southern Europe when, um, or, or was this in Amsterdam where you got this really good stuff? I was in Holland. Okay, uh, there we ran it. We uh, uh, we traveled for four or five days with these a couple of dudes we ran into on the road. Uh, you know, we're, we're we were bicycling and we ran into a couple of American bicyclists and. Uh, these guys were were insane. I mean, I, I've I, I kind of admire, you know, the ability to to, to just make this your life. But I, that's all these guys did was work for a few months to save up enough money to go to another part of the world and bicycle, and they would do it for this insane amount of time. They they had been when we ran into them, uh, they'd been in Europe for like. Five months, they'd come all the way from from Holland, along the coast, all the way down to uh, Morocco, and it started across the top of Africa. <laughs> when they ran into a little country that you had to exchange one hundred and fifty dollars of cash, and you couldn't change it back, and and it was like forty miles wide, but there was no way to get around it. So they they actually had turned around, come all the way back had continued along the coast of Spain and were now going along the coast of uh, uh, of France, where we ran into him um, outside of Marseille. Um, and that, that guy just described it. Um, he said the first thing that happened after they'd gone over the first set of hills into the countryside was they were on a long downhill after climbing up, up here. And they see this kid who's a shepherd off to the right of the road, just run up or just sprint to the road and wave them down uh, to sell them for something like $3. Um, he said that it was a, about the size of a golf ball, a big black piece of hash that this kid just sold to him. Um, and he said that they, they couldn't even, it was just like every evening they, they were just unable to move because of smoking that. Um, so yeah, that's, that's the way it ought to be. Yep. So the question is, once, uh, Trump is removed from office, 
and Joe Biden is sworn in, and now the Democrats have the Senate and the House of Representatives and the White House, what's going to happen with pot in the United States? Um, I'm going to guess that unless the progressive caucus really holds feet to the fire, um, that nothing will get done on anything. Just like I agree. It, just like it was under Obama, um, Democrats are not they, they they don't change things, they don't fix things, they don't they they just keep it the same. They're a stopgap. Yeah, and and they they're 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 like the return uh, ratchet on a on a on a crank, um, and somebody needs to fucking remove that that ratchet thing so we can get back. T- at least to, to moderately left of center. I mean, this this country has been has pretty reliably been run by people that are at least to the right of center, <clears throat> and mostly are 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 fairly far into being a right of center. Only on social issues do, are there any. Um, true sort of leftward movements and that's all ineffectual anyway uh just like the anti-abortion is that's just a it's a fucking gimmick you know it's just yeah uh, what's the other one that they use a lot on old people uh gay marriage yeah 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 there you go or or having to serve you know to to serve to to a gay couple um which just cracks me up because they're uh, the Republicans are losing it because of Parler and Twitter and everything, um, and uh, they're, they're like, "Oh, you're canceling free speech." And it's like, "No, these are private businesses." I mean, you're the ones that wanted that really thought that a gay baker could should be an asshole. You know, you you people really sincerely thought that that. You could deny someone service because you didn't. You found it icky the way that they had sex, um, and now they're saying, "Well, these businesses are being cruel for pushing us off their services just because we're filled with hate speech and murder threats." Well, just because we we literally tried to overthrow the American government. I mean, they're, that officially makes them an enemy of the people. Yes. Yes, exactly. I mean, this is no longer abstract. Yeah. This is very basic and concrete. I mean, that was... Well, I don't think it's been abstract since they tried to um, to uh, kidnap Governor Whitmer. You know, I mean, that was... That that was the that was I the agree. foreshadowing of exactly, and what I don't happened. think it's ever really been a- abstract because I mean I think that tyranny and hurting people and killing people in wars and well, we know about it throwing people happening. in jail are these are pretty basic actions, but certainly since the Supreme Court appointed the president back in two thousand, we haven't had a democracy. I mean, even in the most practical technical sense, not to mention the philosophical or intellectual sense. Well, since, um, gosh, I, I don't, has, I think George W. Bush might have won his first election, the popular vote. 
but I'm pretty sure... No, it was the second election that he won the popular Second vote. one. So since that election, no Republican has been elected without... With 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 a, a majority uh, uh, of the popul of the populace, it's always been through electoral votes. Um, of the, the well, George W. His first term was definitely uh, yeah. Since nineteen eighty eight, stolen. A Republican president has only won the popular vote in a presidential election a single time because Republicans lost in ninety two, ninety six. That's what I was trying they to They won in double O, but didn't have the popular vote. That was just straight up stolen by the Supreme Court. In 04, that's the one year Bush won the popular vote and was reelected. But that should tell you the state the country is in, which should explain why it's no surprise that we have Donald Trump 16 yeah. years later. It's, I mean, it, it's and been then, a um, step down since uh, George H.W. Bush, you know, and... I mean, Reagan was a dip before him, so it's just they've been getting worse. I mean, Nixon... Nah, no, no, no. Nixon was fucking awful. Never mind. <laughs> well, I just think that, that really what Eisenhower we're dealing with... the last human... What what we're dealing with is uh, the, the Reagan revolution and the fact that we have to have a counter-revolution to bring the Reagan revolution to an end. And this means nothing less than the destruction and end of the entire Republican Party. Uh, well, that, it can't just start with, with Donald Trump because Trump didn't get to where he is as an independent and just by himself. I mean, the Republicans put him there and it's obvious no matter how much people want to make him seem like he's an outlier and completely different from all of our other presidents. He's just the latest American president to take right wing extremism even further. Uh, and um, so what you do is, is you get Trump out of office and then you can go back and look at all the last four years and all the Republicans and every, where everything they said and did was about supporting Trump, letting him get away with everything and empowering him to do what he did. So if you get rid of Trump first and you work your way back, there's no way that the Republican Party can remain as a legitimate party. Something can't just exist and say, we have a right to exist because we exist. I mean, yes, you have these rights and you're an organization, freedom of association and all of that, but it should be something like, well, but what are you? Well, I just, I, I completely agree that the, I, the Republican Party may be about to explode or implode. Yeah. I'm not sure. I think it might actually explode because it sounds to me like there are already some alternate parties being formed. Um, explosion means in, an, an external force, you know, drives the uh, destruction, right? Something triggers it, and from the inside out, <sighs> implosion means it just sort of collapses in inwards. Yes. On but, itself, but, and that's, but, but, they, the Republicans have basically destroyed themselves. But something's going to have to come along and blow it up. Yeah, well, I mean, th these people aren't going to go away, you know. But so they're, but they're, they're going to either. Well, see, I, I think the Republican Party has either. I mean, if there's not a, just a complete house clearing, 
by McConnell and and the and people like that to try to get back to whatever the 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 Senate norm used to be forty years ago or whatever. Uh, which I mean, admittedly, they were rude as fuck to each other back then too. So, uh, but it was just not the same, you know. They're well, they can be rude to each other all they want. It's just a matter of what they actually do. You you were either you were either you know for for Reagan or you were against America. That was the first time that 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 really got heavy play, and I and then Newt Gingrich. you know, he, didn't he have like a, a oil a loyalty oath that he made people, uh, or something? Uh, I think I think that he did. Like the contra- contract with or, America. Yeah, there you go. Contract with America. And if you didn't I mean, sign I, that, you were pretty much doomed. It goes at le- as far back at least to the Vietnam War, where it said, "You know, America, love it or leave it." Like you can't to criticize anything right wing is to criticize America. Well, that's we're we're. I mean, we're built on on right wing ideology, fascism, of uh, imperialism, of uh, right. But so are so are race, the nations of, of Western Europe. But they supremacy. haven't allowed themselves to be completely dominated by right wing politics. Of course, that's because World War II was fought on their continent. But just to go back to the Democrats for a second, if if the Democrats aren't going to change the the pot laws at all, and I think you're right that they won't, they're not going to do anything, then it's impossible to think that we're not going to have Trump and the Republicans all back in power in 2024, after, of course, uh, another Tea Party in 2022. So you're... Um, you're you're thinking that they'll just lose the progressive left. The Democrats, absolutely. Yeah, I mean, I I think this is it for the Democrats. I mean, they'll have no excuses left. The country's never been in worse shape. The pandemic, the economic. Uh, well, I I will. I mean, conditions. I'll, just, I'll I'll put it one hundred percent down to to uh, Pelosi because. Under Obama, when they had all three parts of the government, um, she just was ineffectual. You know, she could not get uh, legislation through um, to, to the to Obama's desk. You know, because uh, I don't know why. I lack of leadership has got to be it. Once in a lifetime chance, two years. They had to, and they barely got the fucking ACA done, you know. And by the time they'd gotten that shit figured out, which just is, it's like fucking, or you know, actually write a complete version of the law and then start editing it. Don't do it over the course of of two fucking years. Ah, oh, just ah. Oh. Uh, yeah, but uh, uh, of course they that we had Obama, who was the definitely uh, right of center, um, who would start negotiating in the middle. It was he would always start in the middle. The his offer was always the thing that would be the best possible outcome of everybody giving in a little bit. But instead, he would start there and get shit. 
as a in the end. And I I don't I don't know if Biden's going to have the balls to to not do that. I just don't think it has anything to do with courage. I think that Obama was a con artist and was a conservative all along who knew that he could use his status as a black man and his charisma to have the the quick ascent and be a, a fast riser star in American politics. And he got to be president. And once once he was there, his job was definitely the job of a conservative, which was to keep things the way that they were. Nothing was going to change under him, and that was done on purpose. I think things will be even worse under Biden than they were un- under Obama, and I just don't think the country is in any mood to hear any more of the kind of uh, you know, tepid, soft-pedal, smooth talk that o- Obama Delivered. I mean, the, the country is is uh, in much worse shape than it was even after the 08 financial crisis. And the one thing that has happened with the ascent of Bernie Sanders in 2016 and then the the squad of the four young progressive uh, female Democrat uh, legislators is the the progressive movement has taken on an identity. It, it's not just a. Uh, this amorphous part of the Democrats. It's now it's its own organization. And whether that splinters off and becomes a party on its own, I just think that we're less, really less than a year away from the Democrats just becoming obsolete. And you can, you can see it in their candidates. I mean, they pick the oldest, most conservative. I mean, Joe Biden just looks so, old and just and he's been around forever and it's like this is what you're going to offer for a country that needs to go in a new direction that needs some new ideas and some new ways of doing things but but i mean you didn't i didn't have to say it you said it i mean nothing is going to happen even with canada to the north mexico to the south legalizing pot and even with the five states doing it including including two conservative states and election day south dakota and montana America is, is just is not going to do it. The Democrats control everything. I mean, literally within a week of Biden getting elected and you have your new Congress, the House says we're going to legalize it. It goes to the Senate. McConnell can't stop it. It comes to a vote. They pass it. It goes to Biden's desk. He signs it. There's nothing to it. Nothing. Nothing. I mean... And they and they won't do it. And they're and if they're not going to do that, they're certainly not going to have Medicare for all. We're not going to have international. I'm sorry, we're not going to have uh, uh, continental light rail. I mean, any of the things that you would think that we want. We're not going to see a reduction in the military budget. We're not going to get it out of, out of Afghanistan. We're not going to see anything to abate the incredible financial pressure that that uh, that people are are under. Um, we'll eventually get a $2,000 check that we wouldn't have gotten, and the Democrats will say, see, I mean, a, a whole year, 365 days divided by 2,000, how much money is that anyway? Is that like... That's a few bucks a day. 70 cents a day or something? Yeah, it's, I mean, it's not very much. To, after after going through all this, but it's not about the money, it's just all these other things. Like They, they just clearly do not respect... The people, you know, the, if you're if you're not a Christian and if you're not a conservative, and if you're not work work work, the Democrats just you know don't care about you. If you're any other type of person with any other type of need, 
And there is just no way that people will go along with them. Uh, I mean, the, the Republicans are horrible, but at least they give people what they want. You know, God, uh, guns, and, and money. The Democrats won't let you have anything. And um, I, I just... Well, I, they, 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 and they tell you not to have sex. Wink, wink. Grab them by the, the Democrats person. or the Republicans. Yes. <laughs> well, it depends on what part of the country. You know, do you, you remember when that was true? That, that there were, you know, a Democrat from, say, Georgia would be just like, you know, absolutely not who you are think of now as, as a Democrat. Um, um, and it was still, you know, when I was a kid, Kentucky was still um, reliably Democrat. Right, but but a super conservative state. Oh yeah, oh yeah, always. I mean, fucking almost. What the? It was the number of counties that weren't dry when we were kids was much smaller than the number of of counties that were dry. Um, and that's that sure shit has changed. I've I remember what was it? When did Murray go wet? It's not even been 10 years. I just, I remember at the time being astonished. I was like, fucking Murray? Really? And then um, when uh, Somerset, Kentucky went wet, uh, I I was just like, the world has changed. Something just really, some s- s- switch clicked somewhere. And I'm, I'm, you know, I remain eternally hopeful that that will be what will happen. It'll just be like, uh, like the lights, light switches will go. You know, at this. You point, mean with pot, right? Yeah, with pot. Um, we should probably stop uh, uh, so sure. that you, you can send that. Um, uh, we'll be right back after whatever this message is. Hey, Joe. Hey, Marty. Did you hear about the big clearance sale at the Mopod Totally Real Retail Store? What? They're having a sale? Yes. Up to 80% off 2020 items like Summer Olympics Commemorative Dried Fish, the NBA 2020 Flight Tracker, the Robo Liquor 2000. Now comes with a mini liquor for free. The Mopod Guillotine Kit, a giant box of some kind of substance. Overfest t-shirts. The Mopod Tactical Abortion Pistol, now in pink. The Mopod Political Time Machine. Mopod flavored mixed nuts. A shockingly painful slap to the back of the head. Pregnant geese. Mopod brand military grade toilet paper. And so much more. How long does this sale last, Marty? Until they've unloaded all this crap, Joe. Wow. We'd better hurry. Do they still have the G.I. Jim Jordan? There's only one way to find out. Visit Visit the the Mopod Mopod store. It's totally real. So, have you heard about the... uh, the uh, buffalo hat guy, um, he's de- demanding organic food only in the jail where he is because oh the because the, he has to have the a, horn-headed guy yeah. with a painted face. Yeah, uh, he he has to have a shaman shamanic diet. Um, he uh. Yeah, the QAnon yeah. shaman. Yeah. If if ever there were an oxymoron, it has to be a. I, as a matter of fact, isn't that what he's called? Like Q Q shaman. Um, yeah, just, 
Yeah, I, it's those, dude. I I mean, I've been I've been kind of watching this closely for many years now. Um, um, the conspiracy theories, and and I always felt there was vaguely th- threatening stuff in in a few of it. But boy, this QAnon stuff is really just I mean, it's it's basically conspiracy theories combined with militism. Uh, you know, the chemtrails thing seems I mean, it's it's stupid, but it's just people pointing at the sky and going they're they're doing this to, we got to find out why and um but these people are like this thing is is happening and we need to do something about it with our guns it's uh yeehaw oh and if you heard this uh what's her name lauren bobert i think she's from colorado uh she's a q q anon person but she apparently was um and, and she, she pitched a uh, absolute fit uh because they've got uh metal detectors on the on the congress now um and they would let her through because her her, her purse had something in it that was setting it i mean it was sure it was a gun she often said that she was gonna be be packing heat when she went in and but she apparently uh um not only was out there inciting with with trump and and all of those that bunch um but she uh um, was tweeting the location of Pelosi throughout the the um, the the siege, the insurgents, the attack on the Capitol. What's incredible is that these people and she's still free. Are these people denounce terrorism and they've built up this big time? right-wing movement in America in response to the attacks of September 11th, and yet they did exactly what terrorists would do. I mean, they, they forcefully, oh, totally violently entered the Capitol building and tried to kill the leaders of the American government. And they're But they're still being held as patriots. And that's another thing. Like Everybody's got to realize that currently the system and really the country is just broken. It's ridiculous to think that you can keep fact-checking these people, pointing things out to them, and then finally they'll be like, oh, I see. It doesn't work. Oh, yeah. That has nothing to do with it. They're just eager to harm and kill anyone they personally don't like. And that's the complete opposite of being a society. Where the whole point of what makes it a society is that you don't do that. Like, it's fine not to like people, and it's fine to say, I'm not going to be the person's friend, but you got to leave them alone. You certainly can't storm the building they're in, whether they're home or they're at work, and terrorize and kill them. But these people are obviously just full of that kind of frenetic energy. And come on, we both know Joe Biden, he's going to be the one to reel this in. These phony, you know, worthless crap, you know, talk about healing and all of that. No way, man. I mean, uh, Jim Jordan um, is one of the loudest voices for unity. 
<laughs> um, he's he is one of the people that, of course, stood out in, in front of the Capitol and and uh, shouted incitement to the uh, crowd. Um, what did he shout through the crowd? Um, I, I think that he was one of the ones that was like, "You have to fight like this is the end of of times, and and they're going to steal this from us." And um, well, no, they were really hoping that that those people would go in there and pull it off. I mean, it's yep. classic um, class level feudal. I'm going to rally the masses. I'm going to get every last goon. And win them over, and they're going to go in there and do my bidding and do my dirty work, and that they were going to kill all of the people who opposed the Republicans and and Trump, and then there wouldn't be there would literally be nothing to to stop them. <laughs> yeah, gonna... well, apparently they they literally came within minutes of of actually catching them, uh, which is terrifying. I mean, they, they were they were literally going to. I mean, they. This is this is one of the things that you know you you compare this to the Black Lives Matter protest in D.C., where they were met with overwhelming force, um, and, and which and what were really peaceful protests, especially considering how many people were there, and the police were just fucking cunts to them. And of course, then, and then here this comes. They and they're print, taking selfies with them. They printed fucking T-shirts. They they got hoodies, large orders of them. I, there are pictures of, of people all over the place with these shirts on, all with the same shirts. Well, okay. Are you telling me that the National Security Administration did not pick up on that chatter? That these large orders for T-shirts were going in with these designs on them? Really? I mean, fucking Google knows that. Yeah, and just there's, I, I think it was just in some ways uh, it, it wasn't as tragic, um, but it was it was really just another uh, September 11th because uh, definitely people on the inside knew, and the orders were basically to stand down and just let it happen. Yeah, and and the 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 few the. I think the majority of the Capitol cops actually tried to do their job, but there was just there weren't enough of them, and they none of them were armed. Um, but right, but, and, there, but there's already been like I think fifteen or so officers have been suspended, and there's a larger number than that that's under investigation. You know, uh, for and two people associated with this have committed suicide. Yeah, like yeah. Yep. What didn't the chief of the Capitol police? kill himself yeah, and yeah. then there was some other person who was a uh, uh, high profile actor in in all of this and i mean i really believe that these people thought they were going to pull this off and that they would then become heroes. head of the ss or, or whatever the i this, the thing that I, all of these people and you can see this in the in the videos of them getting yanked off of airplanes and and uh, or just arrested there at the scene is that they can't believe they're getting arrested. That they're just uh, what I mean, you know they really they seriously all of them think that they're heroes for taking part in this. Um, and I, I mean it comes from uh, 
mostly from Trump, you know, but there's there's this entire universe that we we you and I do not really have access to it. Um, if you know the right places to look, people will tell you what's going on there. Uh, but it, it, to dig through and get into the places that's needed, it would just be nauseating for one thing. I mean, a parlor, for instance, um, I mean, it was just a cesspool. Uh, I, I just, uh, there's, there's a sort of poetic justice in that, uh, uh, the, the guy that started, um, parlor said that, that, uh, that having everybody yank their their servers from them that it's bankrupted them, and I just oh it's so sad. But uh, um, do, do you want to you want some Schadenfreuden? Sure. Um, today, New York City announced that they were severing all ties with Trump Inc. and all Trump um, businesses. Mm-hmm. which is apparently a lot of money. Um, and I think that it cancels some leases on uh, buildings for them. Um, there, uh, uh, Deutsche Bank and, uh, oh, there's another bank. I can't remember the name of it, but they're the two biggest people that Trump owns, owes money to. Um, they have said that they will not do any more business with him ever. And they're calling in all of their debts, which means that they are in the process of repossessing Trump Tower and Mar-a-Lago. Mm-hmm. Um, so, uh, oh, poor him. Uh, well, but we don't want to be too short-sighted about this. I mean, in the in the short term... Uh, Trump has lost the election, and then certainly there's going to be fallout uh, from from inciting a, a riot to overthrow the the government, which is clearly uh, treasonous. But it the the only thing that can really hurt Trump and the Republicans is if something happens where Trump is allowed never is uh, well, that's the wrong word. Trump is is never allowed. To run for president again, yeah. That's because unless that happens, he will definitely he'll become a martyr. Uh, there's going to be the the Tea Party will definitely be um, uh, on a on a on a roll, raging about all of the executive overreach from the lockdowns due to the pandemic. They'll have that executive overreach as a rallying cry. And as long as they have Trump as someone who they can they can bolster and put up there and lead him, he'll definitely be back in, in power in 2024 because he's just so much more emotionally stimulating than Joe Biden or any of the Democrats. On top of the fact that we both agree uh, Biden and the Democrats will do absolutely nothing. It will be keep it the same and... We need to work with the Republicans. And that's another thing. I know the Republicans are totally phony in their condemning Donald Trump. All the Republicans are doing are saving their own ass. Uh, but the what? Democrats are the, the Democrats <laughs> are being just as phony in making a big deal out of this. And I'll tell you why. Because I mean, right now they're 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 talking tough about Trump and what happened with the storming of the of the Capitol. 
but uh, it won't be five minutes into Joe Biden being inaugurated. And all we're going to hear about is we've got to work with the Republicans. Yep, yep. The best ideas of Democrats and Republicans. We look forward to reaching across the aisle with our Republican friends, we're a time of unity. Across and, the aisle. That's, and that's just that's the complete, the... that's just the complete opposite of what should be happening. I mean, your, your uh, orientation toward the Republican party should be based on what the Republican party actually is and what it does. And especially what it's done Recently, not well, just I simply mean, that's, that's that the fact they that because did. they simply exist, we're obliged to let them look. This is what Democrats like Joe Biden and Barack Obama have been telling us all these years that those people who stormed the Capitol, those people, those people are at least 50% right about everything all the time. <laughs> that's why we have to compromise with them. Yeah. Exactly. And that's just such a line of crap. I mean, that is just complete, uh, just drivel. The following message comes from Robo Liquor Incorporated. To our thousands of loyal and very satisfied customers, we here at Robo Liquor Incorporated apologize for the recent issues with our controller app. Russian hackers took control of all RoboLicker 2020s for a brief period of five days last month. You may have noticed your phone heating up as you use the patented RoboLicker 2020 and odd behavior from your RoboLicker 2020, such as leaving the toilet, coming into your living room, and changing the channel to OANN or Fox News. We would like to reassure you, our value customers, that with our most recent version of the app, your Robo Liquor 2020 no longer sends all your personal data to shady Russian hacker farms in Siberia, and does not and will never again send a constant stream of both of your phone's cameras to the same hacker farms. Despite these initial flaws in the app, we thank all of our users who refused to part with their Robo Liquor 2020 and openly blocked intelligence officers from confiscating their RoboLicker 2020s. They're that good. So remember, your RoboLicker 2020 no longer spies on you and will continue to give you the deep satisfaction that only comes from getting your anus licked clean as a whistle. Just ask any RoboLicker 2020 owner if you can get them to come out of the bathroom... Robo Liquor 2020. It's not spying on you anymore. So uh, the listener does not know this, but uh, I was uh, gone a little bit extra long. I, I went to go grab a beer, and uh, um, they, we've got uh, we've become the cat feeding site of the neighborhood, and we've got um, two black cats that are. Um, uh, probably less than a year old. Um, there's uh, uh, one of the black cats has had two little gray kittens, and who we think is the father, who's this gorgeous big gray guy. Um, he's he's shown up and he's been staying right right outside the door um, here. So anyway, we've been feeding. Oh, there's also the did I mention the giant white lion. 
He's a big, long-haired, white. Oh, he's just real pretty. He's got blue eyes. Um, but his his ears are um, have a slight hint of tabby. So he's not deaf, but he's white with blue eyes. A really, really gorgeous cat. Um, so anyway, the, all these guys are hanging out here. And um, last night, some loose fucking dogs got in the yard and ran around got up on the deck and chased after the cats and um i ran them off i, I ran them probably halfway probably about a half a block down. <laughs> ran them all the way back I to just, indiana oh i was fucking screaming at them right behind them they're literally had their tails tucked because fucking lunatic running after them um and uh but i we didn't see any of them until uh really late today when uh the uh the gray male came back and then i saw the mother and then finally just now the kittens came so i i stopped and gave them some wet food uh before i came back up here that's that was why uh, the kittens are adorable they're um uh, they're little gray guys with uh um they're starting to show some pattern um but it's mostly it's real really subtle but they've got like one has stripes in its tails and tail and the other doesn't uh one's got some sort of really just barely visible uh swirls uh of a slightly lighter uh uh beige color um in there um and then the one with the stripy tail does not have that um yeah, they're just there, and they're super cute. They're it's fun to watch play. Anyway, we're 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 becoming crazy uh, cat household. Uh, we're probably gonna get them all fixed and take them all inside. As always, listener, Alan's got pussy galore. Dun 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 dun. dun. Heyo! Wait, what's what other outdated? Uh, a reference to the character played by Honor Blackman in the James Bond movie Goldfinger. Um, one of the better ones, I think. Uh, uh, you know, I've been I've been thinking a lot about the the Bond movies, and and uh, uh, I, I really kind of think that, um, despite the fact that they were more in my in my time, you know, that's that sort of sixteen to twenty something years old area where you really you know stuff stuff sits with you uh but those those roger moore um james bonds um there was just there became this level of goofiness to the fucking gadgets and and all that other stuff and and the story got less and less i mean fucking moonraker that's a dumb movie went from adventure to slapstick yeah exactly and then they got back with uh this new guy uh uh daniel craig yeah uh which what was that first movie that uh it was casino Casino Royale, royale which was an actual i mean that was pretty close to the book have you ever read the book i haven't it's the first bond book Right. Um and uh it's you should read it. He's he's actually a really good writer uh, of of that genre and it's they're short books. They're little little um uh, uh uh pulp fiction novels is what they look like um uh, in paperback. But uh um yeah, I mean it's brutal. The book is brutal and it's that's how the movie ends, you know, with him basically getting the shit beat out of him. 
and that's the way the book ends. And it's like it's like woof that that they actually because you do you you you've seen the the original quote unquote movie Casino Royale, the one from late sixties, right? And that's with David Nevin, but it's David a spoof. Nevin. Yeah, yeah. But that that I I kind of think that uh, I, I wonder if they named it Casino Royale just because that book is so fucking brutal. Because uh, that's that's the very first Bond book, and he's he, well, I think they they took the title because they wanted to make fun of James Bond, and mm-hmm. that was the they hadn't made Casino Royale hadn't been a, a movie yet. The first Bond movie was Doctor No. Casino Royale was the first book, but that wasn't made into a film until. Oh, I know. Uh, I, I Daniel know that, Craig took that, over that's, as James that's Bond. That's what I'm saying. Is that is that I think may, possibly their use of that name is to go like let's take the the most depressing Bond novel and make that t- the title of an absolute oh, sure. Other I got farce. Yeah, that's that's a good observation. That's a good um, point. They they uh. uh yeah, I I I enjoyed that movie. I thought it was actually a pretty decent uh, um, farce, as far as farce. What do you think about the delay of the latest Bond movie, uh, ironically titled uh, "No Time to Die," <laughs> released during the year of a pandemic? And the rumor is is that this is Craig's last film, and that after this. 007, not James Bond, but 007 is going to be played by a black woman. Um, I sure why not? I don't care. I, I mean, I I think there's there've been enough Bond movies to last forever, and there'll there'll be another Bond. You know there will. Um, the, it's just like with the uh, what was it? Uh. Was it the Avengers that they did? No. What was the the superhero movie where they switched genres on everybody? And it just—I don't know. I don't. I don't follow it that closely. I, I, but I can't. I can't remember what it was either. But it, so, it do just, you think that? But what I'm saying though is, is I think that what their the plan is is that in order to pay homage a little bit to tradition, they aren't going to have James. Bond be played by a, a woman, a, a black woman, but they're going to have the agent number of 007 played by a black woman, which would mean basically the end of James Bond, which in some ways is a sensible thing to do because you can't just have the same person for 60 years be this indestructible fighting machine, but it's a way to carry on the 007 number. I mean, or you can just keep making the films with this, I mean, already um, liberal amount, you could say, of sus- willing suspension of disbelief. <laughs> like, first of all, there's no way anybody can really live through all of this that we see happen to Bond in these movies. So it doesn't really matter that somehow he keeps coming back and back and back and he's still young and agile and really strong and a ladies' man after 70 years of, of, of being a character. Yeah. And it's, you know, how many more stories are there to, 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 to do that? But I think that the spectacle and the size of the, 
of the enemies and the the stunts and everything else. It's like I think it's kind of hit peak a couple of times, and probably, and you can only take it so far before it becomes ridiculous, which is what happened with then, the Roger Moore. Yeah, movies. exactly, and let it cool off for for ten years. You know, let some young people pick it up again. You know, in in twenty or maybe 20, even twenty five years. I mean, if you're really gonna cycle it around, it, it's got to lay dormant. And I would just say though, if it's gonna be James Bond, if we're gonna have James Bond <laughs> come back, uh, it probably needs to be a man. I know that's not a fashionable thing to say these days, but and if it's gonna excite people to see that there's gonna be a black woman 007, just like we have a black woman vice president then i'm all for it i i'll pro- i'll go see it or I, no I, I won't go see it i'll i'll get it on netflix when it finally gets here <laughs> i i well i don't know I, by then i might go see it who knows when uh, when i get jabbed um hey is your mom in line yet I was just going to bring up the vaccinations, uh, and and my take on that is that at this point, the the information we're getting about uh, vaccinations is just redundant. We keep hearing about how there are these tiers or phases, like we're supposed to be blown away by how smart these people. There's group 1A, and then that will be followed by group 1B, to be followed then by 1C. 1C. And here are the people who are in these groups. And of course, still the information that we're not getting is when, when will we get vaccinated? How well, will we be contacted? I, I, I know. And I, why I, don't we go don't ahead and establish these lines that's, of that's contact what, first? That's what Bashir is is so good at, and I can't I can't understand why he hasn't been more on top of that because I, I don't know. I guess maybe uh, people were expecting a lot more from the federal government. Um, I don't know why they would, considering who was in charge um, and their behavior so far during this the course of this thing. I, w- I would I would think that people would be really smart if they were to have set everything up. Just okay, here's how to go if they don't give us another way to do it, um, like they did in California. Apparently, um, they uh, oh fuck, where did I see that that was uh, uh, oh Disneyland. Uh, but they they've set up all these places that are um, what do they call them super vaccination sites, mm-hmm. and I mean people are lined up for miles, but they they've got you know twenty or thirty wide tents, and you pull up to the tent and they walk up to your car and you roll your window down and they they swab your arm, uh, they get your information and sh- they give you the, the shot. And you leave, and the next person pulls up. Um, then so, you still got to get the booster shot uh, yeah, three weeks later. Three and weeks I think later. it's completely insane and more anti-science that anyone is thinking of deviating from the protocol. The only reliable scientific data that we have that shows that these vaccines are effective is based on you administer them in this manner, a first dose followed by a second dose 21 days later for the Pfizer-BioNTech vaccine and 28 days later for the Moderna. And now they're saying, well, why don't we just go ahead and get everybody just the one shot and then we won't worry about the second one? Or well, what if we I, wait longer was, than it, the 21 was, to 28 yeah, it was, days? It was wait longer. Uh, there was, That's stupid. Well, there, there actually is 
a little bit of evidence that waiting longer might be slightly more effective. But I agree. I, I, it, you should. But you, the stakes are too high. I mean, should, why screw around? You should make sure that that the the vaccines are available to the original bunch on the day that that they that they need to get it on the. If 20, I get vaccinated on day. March the first, I should get my booster shot on March the twenty second or 29th, depending on which vaccine that I that I get. Yeah, you run the risk of. It all is a waste. You're going to waste all of this stuff if you screw around and you don't do it exactly the way that it was done to be shown by the science to be effective. What is the point? I mean, how how cool do we have to look? And, oh, don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. 300 and what? 80,000 are, are, are dead. It's just going to keep getting worse because no one will stay home. It's gonna and it spreads so much now that I just don't think it even matters if we have super spreader events anymore. It never got under control in the summer, and then we had to have fall semester in in the fall, and then Thanksgiving, Christmas, and New Year's people going out. It's it has to be so far spread now that you don't need another super spreader event, and it'll just keep being destructive in the exponential fashion that it is until you get the herd immunity that, that's just what's going to have to happen so it's there's no reason to be talking about well why don't we do it like this instead i mean there was a while there where there, there, some people were saying forget the second shot just get everybody one shot and you know that's the worst of everything because now you're using all of your supply and you're not getting anybody vaccinated <laughs> Well, 55% is better. It's like, no, it isn't. You want everybody to be really 100% safe, but the 90 to 95% is pretty good. So it's just um, the the motivation is always poor in, in America. And that's just a basic fact that I can't believe people never bring up when they're talking about how great the capitalist system is. There's an incentive to work hard. And... Slow moving, poorly organized. No one's really thinking through what what's happening. Um, just, I mean, it's it's you know one failure after another, not getting uh, good results. Seemingly not even caring about the results that you get. And why is that? Because of course, the wealthy people and the assets they're going to get vaccinated. The the assets, the assets, the people of value in society. They're they're, they're already vaccinated. I like I'll bet you anything. The NFL football players who are playing their playoff games, those people are getting vaccinated. Hmm. Well, I know that fucking like entertainers Mark, Mark who, Rubio who, and some of those other deniers got they got their shots very publicly. It's like you. You motherfuckers have been spreading doubt about about this being right, and they're the, the first ones. And and but this is what I'm saying: you can point this out to people who support the Republican Party, and it won't work. You know, they'll be saying, um, "Well, it's a conspiracy that the Democrats want all the Republicans to die, and that's why you're bringing that up. You don't want the Republicans to get vaccinated." It's like, no, I'm not. I'm saying the fact that they want to get vaccinated shows that they know that it is a serious threat so when they were saying it wasn't a serious threat all year they were lying 
no, that's not true. And you're just saying that because you want to install a communist government and take away our freedom. And then I can't go to church and all this stuff. So, well, uh, it, but we're going to be told by Joe Biden. I mean, you just, and you, you just tell them the truth. You say, yes, I, I mean, I do want all those things, but that has nothing to do with this. <laughs> sure. Oh, yeah. And I also want to take your guns. Right, right. Guns and your fucking Bible. Fucking bitch. I hate this guy. Who is he? Well, Alan, I think it might be time for um, one more break and uh, maybe uh, time to listen to uh, another ad. And then yeah. uh, we'll be right back here on the uh, Modus Operandi podcast. Marty? Marty? What's up, man? Oh, hi, Joe. I, I just realized the end of the year is coming, and there are so many people I didn't buy presents for. There, there, Marty. 2020 has given you a gift. What? It's the only good thing about 2020. You can blame Donald J. Trump for fucking up the post office. So you've got plenty of time to order wonderful products from the Mopod Totally Real Retail Store. It's a Christmas miracle. So I can order the Mopod reusable wool tampons? Yes. The Mopod collection of homeopathic bottles of water? Yes. The not-at-all fraudulent Mopod life insurance policies? Yes. The Mopod David Chauvin bobblehead? Yes. Nobody wants that. The Mopod meditation tapes on 8-track? Wait, what? Mopod scented candles? That's not a thing. The Ogrefest G-string? Oh, uh, yes. Official Ogrefest nipple clamps? Yes. Mopod matching David and Alan Prince Albert loops? Sure. All of the wonderful Mopod brand products on sale? Wonderful may be too strong of a word, but yes. I guess there's only one thing left for you to do. Visit, Visit the, the Mopod, Mopod store. store. It's totally real. Welcome back to the Modus Operandi podcast. This is Dr. Dave Overby along with my co-host Alan Miller. And we're just here to remind you that the calendar may change, but it's always time for... Ogre Fest! Ogre Fest! It's time to hang out with the ogres! The ogres! The ogres! The ogres! The ogres! So you can't uh, get you can't get rid weeks. of ogre ogre fest just by storming the Capitol or just by uh, changing administrations. Yeehaw! Ogre fest through it's, and through. It's tried and true, and it's here. To this stay. is your American celebration. So, Alan, do you know where you were eighteen years ago today? No. Want to think about it for a second? Do you remember being uh, ready uh, uh, to enter the Lincoln Tunnel and taking some amazing photographs of the Manhattan skyline? Oh, oh, is that one for your uh, your sister's wedding? Yeah, that was eighteen wow. years ago. It blows my mind. Isn't that wow. amazing? Wow! What? Uh, wow! That trip was a blast. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that was uh, that just fucking New York City is just something else. I mean, 
you know, I, I just I, I can't, you know, yet yet another reason to for to for this uh, um, vaccine that can't come soon enough. You know, it's it's so much of New York City is these little cramped fucking shops and places and restaurants and you know places that are shoved into the front two rooms of an of an apartment you know somewhere um i just yeah it was that's cool cool town where did we you and i we walked to uh, the chinatown we walked to chinatown and we went to that indian restaurant uh, yeah, the big Indian restaurants there on Sixth uh, Street. Yeah, that was crazy, man. <laughs> just like every single fucking house front had a fucking restaurant in it, um, and they were all the same. It's like just hey, come in here. I was like, all right, well let's let's try that one. They they've got a whole lot of chili pepper Christmas lights hanging in there. <laughs> I wonder, d- did we take any pictures in there? I don't think we did. We took pictures on the trip. Uh, you got some really good ones of the uh, of the New York of the Manhattan skyline as yeah, we were entering, yeah. but I don't think it it was really. Uh, I mean, we were there for a good time. Remember, be hanging out in the uh, Ritz Carlton and. Uh, yeah, what's this wasabi? Uh, the wasabi beans. That's the first time I ever had those things. I didn't, I didn't even know they existed. Um, oh right, um, a super expensive martini. Where the where the fuck was that? I think that was at the bar at the Ritz Carlton. Yeah, yeah, it was uh, up high. Yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's just. I mean, what a. It's just. It's it's kind of overwhelming to look at a place that big. You know, just so many people in that. You know, there. Um, and every day they move or used to move from one part of the city up into the the middle of the city and then back out to the and then back to the middle. What do you okay, here's a here's kind of a weird economic uh question. Um COVID has revealed and I mean the the data is there to to back this up that overall uh employee performance increases dramatically when they work from home that people do better quality work they work more uh they get more done there's you know more tasks are completed as it were um and they're at their house because they can work at their own pace. Yeah. And the people do their best work when they can work at their own pace. Well, and so many people, you know, they've... they've and their energy isn't drained from mm-hmm. the ardor of having to get to work yeah, and yeah. to be at Com- work and to be going. around these other people for no reason other than they do a similar job. Yep. Like, I'm not around these people because I like them. <laughs> I'm not around them because they're my family or friends. Why do I have to be around them all the time? I mean, it's one of the, the rules. many screwy, screwy things about America is you spend seven percent of your time with people who you really like, 
and you spend 93% of it with people who you either just don't care about at all or you can't stand them. You know, that was but let's the, talk that about was, mental health. That, that was let's the, get everybody back in those classrooms because of the mental health of the children. All these things we never talked about before. Like, we care about education. We care about mental health. These were never issues for a second until the pandemic hit. No, they, they were an issue, but they just weren't as big because it didn't... People weren't... See, you an awful lot of people just ignored it. Ignored anything that was going on until their fucking face was was pushed into it. You know they had to stay home. They had to to over overwatch their kids' education. They had to make sure that shit was going on and stuff was working right and and all this other. You know, and th- that's just the you know the 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 your average middle American and up. Um, you know, but fucking people that were are poor. Or you know, kids that live in a really fucking broken home. I mean, there's there's this girl that uh, that Denise met here in the neighborhood. Um, she was having to um, look after five siblings because her mom was a crackhead, and then her mom died of a heart attack. Surprise, surprise. And now. you know it's just this nightmare it's an absolute nightmare but she should pull herself up by her own bootstraps and get things going it's just you know level playing field Jeff Bezos has a net worth of a trillion dollars and his competitor today is Lee who is taking care of her five siblings the deceased mom who has uh, who died of a uh, crack overdose. This is going to be very tense and competitive. Should come down to the last second. Who's going to win this competition between Lee and Jeff Bezos? Or Elon Musk, who I think actually... The fairness of our Bezos great American yesterday. system. Um, yeah, the fact that somebody can literally have... Um, I want to say that he's got the military budget of France... Is his, um, you know, France got a lot of jets and boats and stuff. They, they've, they, uh, they. It's not all ooh la la, la. you know. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> ooh la la. Um. Hey, how about that impeachment? I'm just. It's 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 overwhelming. I mean, it's just- I agree with it. Um, whereas, I mean, the first Im- impeachment, uh, I certainly was not against, but it was a, a much more abstract kind of blobs floating in space. This idea that Trump is a Russian asset. This one's undeniable because it's close to home. It's an actual event. Everyone saw it. There's no way to deny it. So really, instead of denying that this storming of the Capitol actually happened, or that it's instead going to be about denying and t- and told him to what go. it was. Like, this was an act of freedom and trying to save democracy is what many people were going to say. And that by trying to impeach Trump, you're going against the unity of the, of the country. The country needs to heal and come together. So, mm-hmm. uh, Come together right now. Over me. We're going to storm D.C. 
All right. So, so speaking um, of uh, speaking of of trips, when I get vaccinated, and I'm not sure about this, but as much as I like other parts of the country, for some reason, I'm thinking about drive taking a drive straight down south and going to New Orleans. Hmm. What do you think about that? It's a. Uh, <clears throat> um, I why not? I mean, I mean, if if you if you got a place to stay and you can afford to to do it, ah, uh, fucking go. Um, you know, um, if it, I, I I've done this once and I will I would do it again because uh, it's a really interesting drive. It takes it takes a little bit it takes a little bit longer, but but not a whole lot um, than than the interstate does. You you drive down to Nashville and. There is um, uh, the Natchez Trace that goes from Nashville to Natchez, uh, Mississippi, and uh, it, I mean it's it's a really fantastic. The entire length of it is a federal park, uh, so there's no ads. It's um, it's basically along the path that. Um, men walked coming back from New Orleans after they'd uh, uh, gone down on the on the barges they would walk back home and uh, it's it's preserved it's really really neat anyway do that on the way it's when was the last time you were in New Orleans Probably been a four years, five years, four. Yeah, four or five years ago. I can't, I can't remember exactly. I could, could figure it out with my pictures uh, pretty quickly, uh, but I don't. I don't have. I think about yet. driving down to New Orleans, and then if I can, um, if I can swing it. I mean, a lot of this is just thinking about the. Imagining the excitement of that day of actually being vaccinated. The numbers have gone down and are staying down, and it's like, wow, I can actually go outside and do something. But I think of going down there, and then I could just drive straight west and uh, be in Texas pretty soon. And, of course, that'd be the really long part of it. But then after that, it wouldn't be too much longer before I'd actually wind up in San Diego, and that would mean I could just walk across a bridge and be in Tijuana. And yo puedo fumar en marijuana legal. Y con mis dolores americanos. But isn't it just legal? Yo puedo fumar muchísimo. It's just legal in San Diego anyway. In la libertad. This is true. And it'll be legal in Arizona. Probably. I mean, it's already been voted in, but they may have it set up. So. Oh, hell, you've, you've changed your path a little bit, and you just cut up through Colorado. Um, voila. Uh, problem taken care of. Um, you know, if you go if you go across here, you ought to go to the Grand Canyon. If you're making a trip out of it. You realize it. that if Mexico... <laughs> if Mexico actually goes ahead and legalizes it, you'll have the two of the three... The land of the free, 
United States being the one that doesn't. Two of the three major countries in North America, the entire continent, pot would be legal. It would almost make me think that it would spur Europe on to do something because you know they've been holding out against Amsterdam for 40 years, although they don't really have a hardcore war on drugs either. There are many countries, even Austria, where I think it's legal that you can buy an immature plant at a shop and take it home as long as it's just for you. So they're much better about how they handle it, even in the places where it just isn't straight up uh, legal to walk into a store and get it. Um, but it would also mean that all the way from you know, like the border of Guatemala, <laughs> all the way up to the North Pole, that the entire Pacific coast of North America would have legal pot. <laughs> Canada, Alaska, Washington State, Oregon, California, Mexico, all the way until you get to the Guatemalan border. Pacific Coast, legal, all the way. What in the world could the point be? <laughs> like, if it can be that legal, if it can be legal that widespread, why would you continue to have it be illegal anywhere? That is some hardcore clinging to prohibition and a deep desire to punish people no matter what. And you know what that means, Alan. Oh, I'm afraid to ask, but what does it mean, Dave? Nothing good is ever going to happen again. I knew it. Okay. Bye. Thank you for listening to the Modus Operandi Podcast. This episode was recorded at the IFPR Studios in Louisville, Kentucky, and the Bad Teacher Studios in an undisclosed secret bunker. With Dr. David Overby and Alan Miller. Produced, engineered, edited, and mixed by Alan Miller. Music by the Institute for Psychic Reform. Intro remix by Hydropod. Please join us again soon for the 208th episode by subscribing to the show wherever you get podcasts. Search for us on Facebook or wherever. A poorly kept web cage with uh, recent episodes is available at psychicreform.com slash mopod. That's psychicreform.com slash mopod, where you can also find the RSS feed to directly subscribe to this show. Search for Alan Evil on Twitter for weird freeform poetry, but not the Alan Evil that's been suspended, the one that's Big Al and a bunch of numbers. Listen to him uh, reply to the unhinged tweets of our liar-in-chief and the occasional cute animal video. The Mopod gift store is a fictional entity, and the products advertised are imaginary. Mopod! Stay safe, wear a mask, and maintain a safe distance from others. Good night.